0: Welcome to Don't Box Me In, the show that features conversations with people from all walks of life, talking about their extraordinary experiences and inspirational messages. Now, here's your host, Lana Reed.
1: Well, hello, hello, hello. I'm Lana Reed, and as always, welcome back to another week's edition of Don't Box Me In. You know, we have all at some point in time been clicking through those TV channels and stumbled across one of those reality TV shows such as Flip This House or Flipping Vegas. Sometimes you might pause with intrigue and watch the down and out overlooked house turn into a beautiful masterpiece with enticing profit margins. For many of us, though, we continue to click to the next channel after a while. Real estate investing is a far out of reach dream for many. Today, we're going to learn about flipping houses and real estate investing and that it's much more doable for the average Joe or Joanne than we thought. My guests today are business partners in a company called House Jerk, which provides tools and support for people interested in real estate investing. I've got my notepad ready to take notes and learn as I chat with Jonathan Reed and Don Jacobs on the show today. Don will be joining us a little bit later, but for now, I extend a great big welcome to Mr. Reed. Jonathan, welcome to Don't Box Me In.
0: Thank you, thank you, Lana. I appreciate you having me on.
1: <laughs> well, let me give everybody a little bit of background history because we're not going to play this incognito. I, everybody, Jonathan is a very yes, good yes. friend of mine. I've known him for, what is it? what has it been now, what, uh, six years or so?
0: Yeah, at least six years.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So, you, so you're still my friend after six years, so I must be doing something right. So uh, thank you for hanging out with me today, and uh, I'm looking forward to letting everybody else know the wonderful things that I know about you. So we're going to get started here because i got to get through two of you guys today. Um, and since I already know a little bit about you, let me kind of introduce you to the audience. You did not start out in real estate uh, back in the early days of Toledo, Ohio. When you were studying finance at Xavier University, what was your original plan after graduation?
0: Well, I uh, have always been into numbers. so
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I was the kid that was counting the window panes, the number of window panes, the number of cars going past me. So when I went to college, I thought about just being an accountant, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting out, get, getting out of the city that I was in, going to college, uh, becoming a CPA accountant, bookkeeper. So I actually went to school for for that, for being for finance, and uh, I started started there. And I, my t- career uh, path at the time was to be a uh, CFO, chief financial officer for a major corporation, uh, which I did. I became a uh, director of finance at one of G Capital's. Uh, major units, uh, financial analysts, all, all of that good stuff. And was on the path of white ticket fences and, you know, big houses and kids.
1: One of those boring jobs, finance yeah, and exactly. all of it. <laughs> boring <laughs> <Exactly>. numbers jobs. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. right. So you did all of this in Toledo. You were
0: with GE, correct? Yeah, I was actually with GE uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio.
2: Uh, oh, GE, Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, okay. so I went through their little their financial management program, a two-year program. Uh, I actually went to a small college called Heidelberg College. Graduated uh, from there, got my MBA at Xavier, and um, decided to, you know, do the boring job and climb the corporate ladder. So, okay. uh, you know, GE Capital moved me around uh, the country, uh, California, Africa, Connecticut, Florida, and uh, my last stop with them was in Georgia. And okay. So, you know. I'm doing all the right things, uh, punching the right buttons, uh, you know, making sure that the family is fed, got a roof over our head, and, uh, you know, doing what I thought was the right thing at the time <clears throat> in terms of career.
1: So and while I'm, you're doing the 9 to 5 thing and you're, you're punching a clock every day, did you feel like that was for you or did you kind of know somewhere in the back of your mind there was something else out there for you?
0: No, I actually knew, though, that I, I had sort of an entrepreneur spirit because I always had a business outside of my typical 9 to 5. Now, mm-hmm. of course, I I was doing a ninety five you know, and I was making what you call linear income. Mm-hmm. Linear income means I worked on a set number of hours. I get paid a set number of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Straight from, so I call it linear income. But i always was an entrepreneur. I had an entertainment company. You uh, know, I had a trucking company at one point. I just had that entrepreneurial spirit because I just didn't want to work all those hours for someone else and not getting the benefit from it. Okay. And, okay. So. Because-
1: so how, how many years total did you spend in uh, co- a corporate life?
0: Uh, about 15 years, 15, 16 years in corporate America.
1: For co- corporate America. Okay. And how long into your journey did you end up in Atlanta?
0: Um, I ended up in Atlanta in 1994. So okay. uh, you, you want me to tell people how old I am? I'm old. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, we don't have to go there. I mean I know, but you know, I'm not gonna right, let everybody right. else know that you're a senior citizen. But you know, I mean if you yeah, know that's you that's want right. to share that with everybody, that's fine.
0: I <laughs> know, I think I think you just did. <laughs> so, like I said, this so, is a long time friendship yeah. here. <laughs> I know, exactly, exactly. But what happened was though when I decided to leave corporate America and leave corporate finance, guess what I did? I started a company where I was consulted. And I was consulting doing the same thing, corporate finance and auditing and accounting, but doing it for, you know, my small business at the time. So okay. I went out of – so, I you know, I, I delved into the realm of uncertainty, you know. I don't have the steady check every two weeks. I don't have the health benefits every two weeks. So, you know, but I still have miles to feed and, uh, you know, but I, I I had the entrepreneurial spirit. And I said, listen, I, I got to do it, you know. I got to make that jump. And, well, you know, it was scary. Know- it was just scary.
1: Not to, not to cut you off, but th- that's kind of like my next question, though. So you, you've got mouths to feed. I'm pretty sure we've got, you know, mortgage and food and all that stuff. What What is it in you that says, you know what, I'm just going to go for the gusto and, and go against the stable paycheck, the guaranteed, you know, health benefits, and I'm going to do this on my own? Uh, that's that's a lot of guts there.
0: Yeah, and it's a lot of challenges. And then, you know, you've got – at the time I was married – to an uh, uh, individual that wasn't working. So oh. um, so it was cool. extra challenges as well. So but what, what I said was this. If you look at how many hours a week you spend on an average job, 40 to 50 hours per week, right?
2: Like mm-hmm. I said,
0: you make a certain amount of dollars. But you're really capped. So you're really limited. And you're at the whim uh, uh, of that corporation, right? And, and you know, nowadays you're not with corporations 10, 15, 20 years anymore. Mm-hmm. So I added that up, and I said, do I want to spend, say, my corporate span is 45 years. Do I want to spend 45 years over $100,000 working for one corporation and lose out the opportunity to at least see whether I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? So for me, I was giving myself an 18 month time frame. 18 months I'm going to go ahead and do it, and if it doesn't work then I'll go back to corporate America. Okay. Um, and so but at the same time that I'm doing this I'm still looking for opportunities. So I uh, left corporate America, was doing my own thing, and, you know, what was your so first on
1: thing when you left Corporate America? What was your first thing?
0: Uh, did you? I, did, uh, I did. I did. I worked for a company doing Starbanks Oxley. I was a consultant for them doing Starbanks Oxley, which is basically compliance work. So I would okay. go in and, uh, and audit their books, audit their okay. finances, um, and they would pay me, you know, a pretty good sum to give my advice on how I think their finances should be set up. Okay. So after a while, you know, you start networking. And from that, you get a name, and then people start calling you up and say, hey, listen, we need your expertise, you need your skills, uh, of course. And, uh, you know, with experience, bring skills. And so I, I started doing that. But in the meantime, someone said, oh, listen, since you're out there, you're an entrepreneur, uh, let me think, let me give you another opportunity to think about, you know, and there's all kinds of things people have thrown at me, MLM, uh, you know, which is great, other home-based businesses. And then somebody mentioned the, the term real estate. Mm-hmm. And I said, wait a minute. I, I can do this, I think. I don't know. I'm scared. It's, you know, some challenges. <laughs> right? You know, I had done the same thing that everybody else had done. You know, at the time, I had bought the cold Sheets program, which was about, I don't know, $599, $799. Um, Got the, t- the tapes. uh and at the time, we had VCRs. So we had. Uh, <laughs> I know people don't even know what VCRs really are. I just want to do it.
1: I remember. I'm up there with you. Yeah. I remember.
0: <laughs> right. So I I bought the tapes. They had the VCRs. They had, you know, uh, they had all the books. They had the materials. You know, it was $799. I was like, listen, you know, at least let me get some knowledge. Yes. Let me learn. But then the problem was, once you get that, what do you do next? Mm-hmm. Right? Who do who I talk to? Because I, I traditionally wasn't even thinking about real estate as an investment vehicle, right, as a way to gain wealth. I, you know, I just thought you, you bought your house, you moved in, you know, you had your family, you sell that house, you know, you move your family into another one, and that's how you keep it going.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, it's, and even though I had a finance degree, I wasn't thinking about real estate as the opportunity to actually build wealth, you know, mm-hmm. gain income. Uh, I, so I read the book, bought the, the package for 7 I was like, man, okay, I'm ready. Man, that thing sat in my house for about two years. I didn't do nothing with it. <laughs> but at least I had the knowledge, right? Yes. do with it? I had the book
1: sense. I had the book sense.
0: Exactly. But it's different from actual practical knowledge, as you know.
1: Yes. So what year was this that you bought the the little starter package there? That was back
0: in 1993. 93.
1: '93. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you get the the information on the real estate and you're gung-ho, so it sits there for two years. And what makes you pick it up and start running with it again?
0: Well, this is where uh, networking comes in and, you know, uh, you can't do real estate by yourself. I had, I was coaching basketball, uh, one of my sons, teams, and I met a guy uh, in the area who was a former uh, pro basketball player, and he had never had a job, and, and so I said, well, since you're a former pro basketball player, Coach Whitney, you know, and we had like a a, a little team in kindergarten, mm-hmm. our son, my son and his daughter. So he said, man, "Listen, listen. I want to talk to you about real estate." Like, man, you know, I I got the books, man. You know, I got the college thing, man. You know, I I know about real estate. He said, "No, no, no, really. I want you to, you know, sit with me. I'm going to teach you a couple things. I want you to get started." So I said, "Yeah, okay, right, whatever." I didn't even really know about real estate at all, really, other than what I what I read. You know, I didn't Mm -hmm. know really about. I didn't even know my credit score was. (laughs) I didn't realize I had. I'm serious, you know, because I had been conditioned to be, you know. Work a job, corporate America, you know, yeah. uh, you know, get these contracts. I, I wasn't even worried about it.
2: Uh-huh. And
0: after talking to him, he said, listen, Tom, I want you to sell your house that you currently live in. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to find you another house bigger, twice as big, and it's going to be a foreclosure. And that's how you're going to get started. I was like, man, wow. you crazy, man. <laughs> I got a wife, wife, three kids at home. I didn't put my house <laughs> on the market.
1: You come in and say, honey, I'm selling the house. Okay, pack up exactly. everything.
0: <laughs> so, right. But every day, you know, every week uh, I'm coaching basketball, he's in my ear, right? He's not convincing. He's not selling me. He's mm-hmm. just, you know, laying the seed, if you will. Mm-hmm. So he's laying the seed, laying the seed. And, you know, after about 10 weeks, you know, almost two months, I said, okay, you know, well, let, let me hear what you got to say. So he started telling me about how I can invest in real estate, you know. Um, I, I really don't have to use my credit, but if I have good credit, that's even better. And I'm going to get you in with little money down. So I was like, yeah, that's sort of the stuff I read with Colin Sheep. You know, mm-hmm. I understand it from a book knowledge standpoint. What, what do I do? He said, put your house on the market. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, went home, had a talk with my wife, and I said, you know, it's probably going to be a while before we sell it. We've only been in a house maybe two years. I said, let's just put it on the market anyway. Put the house on the market, Lana, and I had an offer in 30 days. Wow. Right? So 30 days later, I had an offer. Now, mind you, I still don't know where I'm going to live at for the next time. <laughs> so we got an offer in 30 days later, and then now the closing is set for 30 days after that. So uh, we accepted the offer. Now we got 30 days to move.
2: Mm. Still don't have.
0: A, I still don't know where I'm, I'm moving to, right? So mm. God is telling me about this real estate thing. I was like, man, I'm in here every day. I said, man, listen, hey, you know you make, you making me look bad at home, man. I yes. come home now I said, we don't have a house. My wife ain't looked at the house. I don't know where it's at. He said, don't <laughs> worry. You know, he's real calm. And mm-hmm. don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. He said, don't mm-hmm. worry about it. He said, I'm working on a couple things, and I got one for you. So after two weeks of bugging him, he, he said, okay, well, here's the house. He, we pulled him to a neighborhood, almost like a gated community. The house was around six or 7,000 square feet. He said, that's going to be your house. I was wow. like, wow. Man, for <laughs> real? Hey, I said, well, what's the catch, right? There's got to be a catch. How much is it? Because these houses are going for a whole lot of money. You know, uh-huh. I don't know with, with the money I'm making if I can afford that. <laughs> he said, I got you. He said, it's a foreclosure, right? So that means that we're getting it at maybe 50 or 60 cents on the dollar. Now, I can understand numbers now, right? Yes. So I'm like, hmm, if the value of this house is X, but I'm buying it for 50 cents on the dollar or 60 cents, hmm, huh? and I only mm-hmm. have to pay that? you know, what I, what I, uh, you know, what I borrow, let's uh-huh. do it. So now I had to go through the mortgage lending process, right? <clears throat> conventional lending, had to get a conventional loan. Now, mind you, we still haven't moved into the house. I got to close in a week on the house that we're living in. Uh-huh. So I told the guy, so I, you know, it's, it's stress time, man. You know, why well, have kids looking at me crazy? <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and fortunately it's in the same school system, so we didn't have to take the kids out of school. So, but we still hadn't closed on the house. So I told my friend, I said, listen, I know you got this house on a foreclosure. I haven't closed on it yet. If we didn't close by the time I'm uh that I'm closing my personal house I'm living in, I am I'm, I'm, I'm moving in it. I'm moving in <laughs> anyway. So just give me the keys. <laughs> so and this is how it happened. This is a true story. So we closed on my house, right? That we were living in. I made about, I don't know, fifty or sixty thousand dollars on that on that particular house. And we hadn't closed on the house that he had showed us, right? Foreclosure. You know what? That afternoon, when the mover came to move our stuff out, I moved it right to that house that we hadn't closed on yet. Get risky, out! But, but I did it, and guess what? I closed on that house. So uh, two weeks later, and that house had so much equity in it, we didn't have to do any uh, work to it. So, you know, traditionally foreclosures, you got to put a lot of work and rehab little, yeah. into it. We had to do nothing, nothing. I mean, this house was it was laid out sub zero, uh, you know, appliances, and it was it was that was my start. So no, after that. I got into this house, I put. A, I had an equity in there, so what I did, so now I'm still now with him. He's my coach, if you will, right? He's my trainer. Mr. Reed. Yes. Mr.
1: Reed. See, ain't that yes. funny? We both reads. Uh, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick commercial yes. break, and we will be right back right after
2: this.
0: Welcome back to Don't Box Me In. Here's your host, Lana Reed.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome back. Today I'm uh, hanging out with the partners in the company, House Jerk. Uh, We've been talking to Mr. Jonathan Reed, and later on today we'll be joined by Don Jacobs. And before the break, uh, Jonathan was telling us about how he got involved into real estate um, and the guy that uh, actually brought him into that world. And I'm assuming he hasn't said any names yet, but I'm assuming that's Don Jacobs. Is that correct?
0: Yes, I was actually building up to
1: that. You, yes, you know I know how you tell you, I know how you tell your story, so I had to you know hurry up, get you along there. I know. But <laughs> <laughs> thank
2: you, thank you, Mama.
1: Because we'll be here two hours later, you will still be telling me the same thing. But uh,
0: exactly. No, no, no problem. And you know, and, and and you know how I like to repeat myself.
1: Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh boy, we're not gonna do that today. Uh But you had your wife was. Uh, Say what you want. You know, that's that's an act of confidence in your husband there to say, you know, I don't know where we're going to live, but, you know, I'm going to stand behind you. We've now sold our house, and you moved into this house. You said two weeks before, you closed two weeks after you you closed on the other house, right? Correct. Okay, and then – We moved into the house. And then after that, you took off and you started buying real estate, right?
0: Correct. So let me tell you how I did it. So,
1: it was really uh, that easy. Uh, you just took off and started buying real estate right after that.
0: Uh, no, I'm telling you, it's challenging. So, <laughs> so I okay, go ahead, uh,
2: go ahead.
0: Uh, but I'm, I'm tell you how to get started and how do you take the fear out of it? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so what? I have this coach now, right? He's an experienced real estate guy, so I'm really dependent on that on that person, right, to guide mm-hmm. me through the process. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay, John, this is how you get started. Now that you have equity in your home, I want you to go get a line of credit, right? So go to the bank get a line of credit. So I went to the bank, got a line of credit on the home that I'm living in. Now, remember, I got it for 50 cents on a dollar. So uh-huh. I can borrow, you know, another 50 cents, if you will, off
2: uh-huh. that home. I
0: didn't, I didn't buy all, I didn't take all the equity out, but I took some out. So now I have a line of credit. So I go to his house, because he lives in our friar, and he says, okay, now we're going to get started. Now so give me $20,000 for this house. So I said, cool. So I went out to look at the house line. It looked like, I couldn't even <laughs> tell you what the house was like. It looked like a piece of piece of uh, piece of. Yeah, say, we right? got it.
1: We got it.
2: We got it.
0: Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> we got it. And so, so, so mind you, I'm living in a pretty nice, you know, community, middle class America, right? Mm-hmm. I go and I look at this house, twenty thousand dollars for what? For I mean, it was <laughs> three bedrooms, one bath, and 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 you couldn't even walk inside the house.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, everything that I had was wrong with it, it was wrong. There was no uh, plumbing, there was no HVAC unit, and he's like, <clears throat> listen. I want you to buy this house. Give me a check for twenty grand. I'm like, man, you're crazy. I'm not giving you $20,000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fool, right? He said, no, 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 listen. I'm going to walk you through this process. He said, listen, he said, I'm going to tell you what. I'm take you right around the corner. He took me around the corner, right? Same sort of house, three bedrooms, one bath. But that mm-hmm. house was going for 60000 It was already fixed up, going for $60,000. Mm-hmm. Right around the corner. So he said, you buy this house for 20000 Right? You're Mm gonna put ten to fifteen thousand dollars in repairs in this house, right? And Mm -hmm. you're gonna sell it for sixty thousand dollars. So I was like, man, I gotta take another leap of faith, right? Because this is a challenge, right? So I I wrote the check. I'm, you know, I'm shaking while I write the check. Twenty grand. (laughs) Gave him the check for twenty. I said, but now I need ten thousand dollars. He said, you got a lot of credit, right? Uh-huh. Uh I said, so I, I hired a contractor. Now, how do I hire a contractor? I don't even know who they are. Yes. So he had a, he had a, he had a group of them. He networked. He hired, He had, I used one of his contractors. Fixed it up for about $12,000. So now I done spent $32,000 off my line of credit, right? Mm-hmm. But the house, he found, he had a realtor that works with him, put the house on the market. I sold it for like $65,000 an hour. So now... I just made thirty. I paid my line of credit back. Now I got thirty thousand dollars in profit off wow.
2: the first
0: deal, right? So wow. after that, I, I like to say I, you know, I like to use the term "you can cancel Christmas." That, <laughs> it just, was
1: overdone with, right?
0: Christmas was over with, right? Now, now, mind you, now I've been working corporate America and then I started doing my own thing. But to get one check for thirty thousand off the first deal, uh, I was like, "This is too good to be true." Yes. So. After that, I didn't spend all of that. You know, I didn't go out and buy fancy cars and clothes and all that other stuff. I reinvested it, so I bought another property. Now, the second property didn't do as well as that at the first one, but mm-hmm. at least I'm learning the process off the first couple of deals, right? So let me say this. Sometimes I made money. Sometimes I didn't make money.
2: But mm-hmm. in the end,
0: I made a lot more money than I would if I had just stayed in corporate America working at 50 hours a week. Uh, okay. You know, The first year, I made more. I made the first year in real estate. I made more in real estate than I did when I was in corporate America the first year. And
1: you, and you have a lot more of your own personal life to yourself.
0: Correct. Exactly. Okay. Okay. But but it's, and now, when you first start out, it's time consuming, you know. Okay. Because then you, you have to keep the process up, you know. How do you find additional – I was fortunate that, you know, I could pick one of the properties that he had given me. But then how do I find and locate those properties, right? Uh, I had a the process from from A to Z, you know. If he's not around, how do I locate property? How do I get contractors? How do I get a real estate agents? You know, how do I evaluate? You know, how do I where where, where do I go to get appraisals? So I had to have a network of people that I had to be involved with. I had to go out there and make sure that the construction, the rehab was going okay. You know, and it's always delays, so uh-huh. I had to learn the process from from the ground up. It wasn't as easy as the college cheese program that I had, right? Excellent mm-hmm. knowledge, excellent knowledge, excellent. And, you know, like you say, there are all sorts of TV shows now that shows you, but you have to stay, take, peel the onion back, if you will, and find okay. out, man, you know, what's really happening in this financial world. And for mm-hmm. me, yeah, you know, a lot of times we don't worry about generational wealth. I said, now I need to, like, leave something for somebody else. Yes. So I'm not just building a building that's just to build income for me and for a moment. But I have to do something to start building some generational wealth. Now. Mm-hmm. That all that being said, uh, nobody could predict the mortgage meltdown, mortgage market, market meltdown in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. That housing crisis, uh, I mean, the housing crisis was was crazy. I didn't even want to hear the word real estate again after that crisis. <laughs> but you
2: know,
0: but but slowly, you know, things are, you know things are, are are coming around over the last few years, um, and it's back again to those times where you could buy, learn, invest. Uh, and keep moving. Okay.
1: Now, you're in Atlanta. Is Atlanta like a fertile ground for doing what you
0: do? Uh, Yes, it is, and let me tell you why. You know, uh, as part of the housing crisis and the uh, mortgage meltdown, there's a lot of foreclosures, right?
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And and Atlanta was hit like a lot of major cities. Uh, Not as bad as Detroit and Tampa, but Atlanta was hit fairly hard. So what happened was, a lot of foreclosures, a lot of lenders, lenders going under, but private equity funds and hedge funds started coming in and buying up those properties because they were getting them for next to nothing, and they were holding them. So what happened was all of us really got out of the market, right? We got out of the real estate market. Fortunately, I got back to doing my consulting again mm-hmm. um, for a few years. During that time frame, I didn't realize the hedge funds were buying up all these properties in Atlanta, foreclosures, right? Well, mm-hmm. You know, lenders was giving back properties. You know, the banks were going under. They were giving back properties. And they, the hedge funds were holding them. Now, uh, about three years ago, they started releasing them. So now hedge funds are starting to release the uh, properties that they bought.
2: They might have bought
0: them $0.10 cents on the dollar. They were releasing them for 30 $0.40 cents on the dollar. So now the market is starting to come around. Atlanta is a fertile market for that because, as you know, Atlanta is almost like an international city. Lots mm-hmm. of people come. Lots of people go. The real estate market has always been uh, pretty fruitful, uh, fruitful here, and so now, about three years ago, now they start to release those things. Now you got all type of people who are investors again, and as you notice, Lana, you can see a lot of TV commercials uh, talking about you know real estate flipping houses. It's, it's come back now over the last three years. So now mm-hmm. everybody wants to do it, but then it's that same thing again. I go to a workshop a free workshop in my city, you know, I get the information from the real estate experts, then I have to do a three-day uh, work boot camp, which may cost you three to $5,000, great information, and what do you do with it after you get that information? Okay. So, okay. and because I had, you know, some knowledge about real estate, I said, you know what, this is the time to get back here now. About okay. This is about two or three years ago I decided to get back and do it again.
2: Okay. Now, let
0: me back up, though. Remember I told you I had a coach, right? And that uh-huh. coach was taking me through the process. Well, we became, uh, you know, really good at real estate, so we started putting on free seminars at different hotels in the Atlanta market only. So we would do a seminar, how, do you, how to buy and sell real estate, no credit, no money down, and people would come because, as you know, people want to learn about real estate. They want to build wealth. And you know why we would do the workshops for free? Because hmm. now we have a captive audience that, of investors that when they want to buy their first couple of properties, who will they come to? Those investors hmm. that are te- teaching them.
2: That's okay. why me and my partner Don started
0: doing those back before the market uh, dropped.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. And everybody likes free. Let me ask you because you meant, you mentioned in the beginning that you know it kind of took up a lot of time doing this, but now you know you're an old pro at it. So how much time would you say just roundabout on a daily basis does this take up of of your your life?
2: I doing real estate takes up a
0: lot of, it Still takes a lot of time because you have to treat it as a business.
2: So, mm-hmm.
0: like for instance, when I wake up, I still have to check on whether the contractors are working on uh, the rehab projects they're supposed to be, uh, Mm -hmm. new construction, you you have permitting uh, processes that you have to go through, you still got to find properties. And now, uh, you know, and how do you find those properties? But now since we're doing that, we're more in the education side where we're doing these workshops now in different markets across the country. So right now what we're doing is actually building our business model, if you will, which is, it's like, a, it, it's like a Facebook for uh, real estate professionals. And Donna will go into more detail about that. But uh, but the market is, is, is great right now. So my time now is consumed with uh, finding new deals, evaluating those deals, and then also instructing others on those new deals, as well as mm. diversifying. Remember I told you I started off doing small houses?
2: Yes. $10,000,
0: $10,000. So now <clears throat> uh, I've, I've uh, graduated, if you will, to you big time now. Uh, uh, not big time yet. <laughs> 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 but, you know, you have to you, you know, you have to throw. Yeah. So I'm trying to grow. Okay. We're going to
1: take a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll be joined by Don after commercial. Stay with me. We'll be right back.
0: Let's return to Don't Box Me In with your host, Lana Reed.
2: Hello,
1: hello, and welcome back. Today I am with uh, business partners of the company House Jerk, Mr. Jonathan Reed and uh, Don Jacobs, and um, I think we're having a little problem getting in touch with Don, so we'll just go on until we can get connected with him. Now, uh, Jonathan, when did you and Don actually open the doors of House Jerk?
0: About three years ago, uh, three to four years ago, was it 2015? So back in 2011, okay, um, started started off small again, um, and it actually it was funny because Don had contacted me and said, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, uh, "You know, I'm not doing real estate anymore, man." He said, Mm -hmm. "You got to get back in now. You got you got to you got to join me again." And so I was like, "Man, you know, I don't know." So he said, "We got to start simple. I've got this concept, and I want you to be a part of the concept." And then I said, okay, well, what do we do about, you know, income again? He said, we're going to start putting up signs again like we used to when we first got started. Putting up signs <laughs> to say we buy houses, right? We quick, quick Those pans, little
1: handwritten signs that you see over across the side of the road? Yeah,
0: exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, Yep. And so we got started simply again, and that's how we got back into uh, educating, networking, getting, you know, um, the professionals back together again, uh, getting deals, you know, selling deals. Mm-hmm. So we, we get about 2012, about twenty twenty twelve we actually started back up again uh, hitting getting it slowly, watching the market and then not hitting it hard
1: so it it never occurred to the two of you to do something house jerk like ish before the market crashed was that kind of were you guys talking no, about at the end or no
0: no actually we did and in fact, you know we always have a uh an interesting name, but we used to call it house nine one one <laughs> and so, <laughs> right? Yeah, and because you know we're trying to you know gain some momentum and you know get people you know asking what the name means. So we actually had House Nine One One, and you know we used, I used to do PowerPoint presentations for House Nine One One as we were investing in real estate. So we did that, but we didn't have access to the internet like we do now, right? Access to social media like we do. I mean, <laughs> you know, our audience was limited because we were only doing it in Atlanta. And then we found out, you know, after, so when the market came back around, we were like, man, listen, we need to start utilizing Internet technology, social media, and take this thing to another level.
1: Okay, okay. I'm being told that we now have Don joining us, and uh, Don, I don't know if you've caught uh, any part of the interview, but Jonathan was finally telling us that you were possibly uh, the cause of the downfall of his marriage. You know, he has to come home and tell his wife that, look, I'm I'm selling the home, and I have no place for you to go, but baby, pack the bags. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, Johnson. it's a, a welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you for hanging out uh, with, with us today. I appreciate that.
3: Yeah, Jonathan was the man as well. Jonathan took leave. He took leave. You
1: know, he had some blind faith in you, sir. That's all yeah, I can man. say. He really
3: did. He really did. I really appreciate my friendship and my relationship with Jonathan. We've been knowing each other over 20-plus years, so it's been a, a wonderful experience. It's been a great experience.
1: Awesome, awesome. So by the time you had got to uh, Jonathan and convinced him to sell his house, how long had you been playing in the, uh, uh, not playing, because it was really, uh, in the real estate game?
3: Well, uh, Jonathan, I'll notice I hadn't been playing it very long. I had just got started myself. And okay. I was just an excited real estate entrepreneur who so was we making decisions and, and doing things and trying to move fast. And really, it was the blind leading the blind, but we made some some pretty good decisions. Awesome,
1: awesome. Now, yeah. I mentioned in the opening um, that most of us know about this whole real estate investment and flipping houses from what we see on TV, you know, those shows, right. Flipping Vegas and all that stuff. Uh, right. What is the reality of real estate investment, and how true is that to what we see on TV Um You as experts now, what can you tell us?
3: Well, I don't know if I'm an expert, but I'll do my best. It's it's really true. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's not really that difficult. You just you got to have a system. And when you have a system that actually works and and people can, um, can follow it, you know, there's a blueprint for everything. You know, if I were to go and start a McDonald's or an Arby's or any other type of business, there's already a blueprint for it. So the key is to just follow the blueprint.
1: Okay, okay. Now, you guys, are, like I said, he was telling me, that you guys started House Dirk in 2012, and I noticed on the website it says um, Excel- Accelerated Real Estate Training. What What is accelerated about the training? Or I guess maybe what I want to know is what's different about your real estate program versus all of the other ones we're bombarded with these days.
3: Right. Well, I'll tell you, we, the program is just phenomenal because of the support system. Okay. You know, we've got a phenomenal website, which, you know, helps people to, to get all the tools that they need. And That's really key, is to have the tools that you need to go out and build your business. But also having a support system. If Jonathan's missing, or if one of the members don't show up, or, you know, uh, you can't stay away from the business long because of your support system. A lot of the systems you see out there now, they're just selling Facebook and seminars, and they're people to sit in classrooms, and they're giving them free information, really, that's already on, on, on the internet. Well, we're more of a we're more of a culture, and you know when when you are missing, your support group is going to give you a call and keep you plugged into what you were set out to do. It's kind of like a, almost like a religion in a way. We've got a okay. message and we're spreading it across the country, and as people become involved in it, we keep you plugged in by uh, just constantly uh, through communication.
1: Okay, now you mentioned across the country, you guys uh, hold workshops in a lot of uh, cities. What cities have you guys been in
2: so far? Yeah.
3: We're in Chicago, Philadelphia, North Carolina, Texas, uh, Florida. Um, uh, you went to L.A. last two weeks ago? L.A. My part you know, of town. We, right. We've crossed all over the place. Like I said, it's getting really exciting, and people really understand the process of what we're doing. Again, there's nothing like having that support system because, you know, a lot of times people, even when people go into just regular business, a lot of times they quit. Uh-huh. And uh the support system it encourages you to keep going. So when you quit, we're right there re energizing. And okay. then you come back and then you may quit again, and we're right there re energizing. Okay. So we've got about a eighty five percent success ratio with most of the investors that get involved with in house shirt.
1: Awesome. I like that. So when you say you provide a support system, I'm assuming um, you know, like you have the investor. Okay, I managed to scrounge up some funds. I'm, I'm going to ask an, another question in relation to that later. But, you know, I've scrounged up some funds to make this investment. I've got this house, and it's a fixer-upper. But now mm-hmm. I, I don't know where to go with this. I don't know any fixer-uppers. You guys provide them some people in your network to kind of get the plumbing fixed or, you know, get well, the permit.
3: We, well, we don't go ahead. get involved in anybody's real estate transaction. Okay. So that's not what we do. Uh, but we do have... Tons of individuals throughout the organization okay. that specialize in those areas. So okay. in your back office, you can actually go back there and click on people like plumbers and electricians and you come to the meeting to meet plumbers and electricians and folks awesome. like that that can help you and get that done. But as far as house trip goes, all we do is provide to the tools, marketing, and uh, the website to help you move forward,
2: okay. you know, and,
3: and the support. So we're awesome. just a really, really strong support system. Because again, like we said, most of the people that were going to the courses and doing all the real estate courses and stuff like that, we saw that they were not moving forward, but they were failing. Okay. So we decided to create a support system to help them when they stop. You know, it's kind of like people get started in business, and then it gets hard. You know, it's kind of yeah. like trying to work out. You go work out, and then you know, your muscles all sore, and you mm-hmm. want to quit. Mm-hmm. So when people quit, that's when you start getting the phone calls from other members that, hey, where you at, you know? Come on back in there, man. And it's hard for you to quit when you've got such a strong support system
0: like that.
1: Somebody got and, your and, back. And, I understand.
0: And, and and let me give you an example, too. Exactly. So let me give you an example also. So say, for instance, we do a workshop, and I talk about the uh, three most important concepts in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. So I give a little 20-minute 20, 20 presentation on that. But in that room, in that workshop, you have realtors, you've got contractors, you got plumbers, electricians, you got people who are landscapers. You have insurance people. You have closing attorneys, right? Because they all want to network with each other, right? So if I'm an investor in that room and I need a contractor, I'm going to look to my left or right in that workshop and say, hey, you're a contractor? Let me have your business card, Mm -hmm. right? So now you have a whole network of real estate professionals learning real estate just like you are.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: also, you don't have to go and look outside of the room, really, for, for support. Okay. And then if you do that, and if you do that, you know weekly, monthly, you don't really have to search, you know, just for the book and the book knowledge, because now you got the real estate person with you who knows what they're doing.
1: Okay, awesome. Now another thing I, I said I wanted to get back to in real estate, some of us. Uh, Some of us old-school people, we grew up with the ideology that, you know, to have real estate, to acquire real estate, to invest in real estate, you have to do this 10% down and all this stuff. But that's not necessarily the case, correct?
3: Well, I wouldn't say that's not the case. What I would say is there's other creative financing ways to get things done. Okay. You know, as real estate investors, the more education you receive, the more value you create in yourself. So there's folks out here that's willing to invest in you, uh, who've got 401ks, but not there, and they're making 0.6% on those things. We show them how to turn and make that a 5.15% on their money. So they come in the organization, they may loan you money. Mm. So we've got, we're we're creating kind of like our own, uh, private lending type of situation because we've got so many people that's got money sitting around not, not really earning anything. So okay. it just kind of depends. You know, you got a lot of creative finance out there right
1: now. Okay. Okay. And you guys help direct people to these no. sources? No, you no. don't do that? No. What
3: we do is we connect the dots. We connect. <laughs> okay. And what they decide to do is their own business.
1: Okay. Now, is it feasible for, I don't know, me, the single parent in Los Angeles, to uh, real estate invest, flip houses in Tupelo, Mississippi, or is it more um, feasible to invest in your own locality?
3: Man, we've got eighteen-year-old kids making two hundred thousand dollars a year of real estate. Okay. So if they can do it, you can definitely do it. It's just a matter of getting the right
0: information and then applying it. And Lana, I would say initially start off in your own uh, locale where you're where you where you live at. You no know why? Because okay. you can you can network with real estate agents who know that particular market. It's kind of hard to manage something else in another state because uh, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be depending on that individual, that property management firm, uh, you know, to, to, to look out for you. You don't even know if there's hammering and nailing going on if you're doing a rehab project in Mississippi and you're in Ohio. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, that's not
0: to say it can't happen, but my suggestion to real estate investors is to start off in your area where you're at, where you're familiar with the territory and your real estate
2: professionals are familiar
1: with that territory. Okay. Awesome tips. We're going to take our last commercial break of the day. Uh, We'll be right back. Stay with me.
0: Welcome back to Don't Box Me In. Here's your host, Lana
2: Reed.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome back. Today I'm hanging out with Jonathan Reed and Don Jacobs. They are the founders of the company House Jerk, and uh, we've been talking about how uh, how to do this real estate investing thing. Now, you guys have been at it for a minute, so when you guys are you come across a house, and you're trying to you know navigate whether or not you want to do it or not. Is there some sort of magic number floating out there that you say, okay, I have to make this kind of profit before it's even worth my time? Not really. Not
3: uh, really. Yeah, there's definitely a formula to to knowing what to buy and what not to buy, mm-hmm. and all that stuff is on the website in the back office. We sell we call it a flipper spreadsheet. Okay. And my suggestion to you is to get you a great realtor. And get them to go look at the house before you get into the purchasing situation. Or okay. get that flip spreadsheet and plug your numbers in. Because okay. don't think you can't lose money in this game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? It's not Are straight profit every time?
3: No, we're not we're not saying it's easy, but it's definitely worth <laughs> it. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've lost, yeah, lost money too. It was challenging, I'm telling you. But if you have the system in place and you know, like you say you have a plan just like you have a business plan for any other business, you got to treat this real estate business as a business. Now, mm-hmm. you know, like Don said, you know, the strategies are different. Like for me, uh, I have a realtor that I say, okay, well, what are the homes going for in this area? If I can buy that house at 60, 65% uh, on the dollar for me, then it may be a good deal. Mm-hmm. And when I say 65% on the dollar, if I, buy, if I see a house that's worth 100 grand, I have to be able to purchase that house and finish it for me at about $65,000. I'm leaving okay. this equity in. Now, everybody okay. doesn't do it that way, right? Everybody has different strategies. And let me tell you, strategies change as markets change. Okay. It's just an example of what you can, you know, how you can look at it. But like Don said, on a website, uh, once you join, we have a Flippers spreadsheet where you can throw the numbers in and you can see whether the numbers make sense for you or, or, or not.
1: Okay. Now... Uh, you know, I don't know if anybody has the answer to this question, but if real estate investing is, you know, this fantabulous, wonderful thing, why isn't everybody doing it?
3: Well, I would say just like anything else, uh, in order to be successful at something, you know, I played professional basketball for 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing to do, right? Yes. And everybody should probably be doing it because of the money that's involved. Mm-hmm. But there are a few people who can, who you know, some people aren't willing to make the sacrifices. That it's taking order to be successful in this industry. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the industry you're in now. I mean, the industry you're in now is a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if that's something I want to do, I will have to make a sacrifice in order to make that work. Well, again, some folks are not willing to make that sacrifice. So, real estate has always been a a, a novice or a product that not you've you got to have. I mean, you, it's mandatory. Okay. You know, if you don't understand the importance of, not, of having a home, try not going home tonight. Just mm-hmm. to sleep on the bridge, you know. True. Real estate is something that, you know, um, it's just it's a must-have. If you don't have it, your life is upside down. So we've got the best product on the planet. It's just a matter of if, you know. And, and from what I can see, you probably got about ninety-five percent of the people that you meet in life either own a rental property or own a house,
2: True.
3: or want to own a house or want to own a rental property. So we don't have to sell the service. We don't have to sell the product. It sells itself. Mm-hmm. And the more education, the more knowledge you get from it, uh, the more um, success in just life in general you're going to have. There's people that buy houses, and that's probably the biggest ticket that they'll ever purchase. And they never take the time to educate themselves on it.
1: Hmm. Awesome. You never, uh, you would think, I mean, it is such a large purchase in your life. you think you would know all the I's and T's before you go ahead and drop that kind of lifelong, uh, cash down on something. But, uh, mm-hmm. for people to just kind of go into it blindly, uh, I don't know. That's just a, a very naive concept to me. I, I would think right. that you would want to know. You would want to know. I'm, I'm about to do 30 years of time here making this payment <laughs> once a month. <laughs> you know, I want to know what I'm doing here. But, you know, I guess different strokes for different folks, I suppose. Now, let me uh, ask uh, this, um, House Jerk, how do people get involved with House Jerk and
3: uh, well, they can, contact um, with you
1: guys? Uh, I'm
3: going I'm to let John give his link, uh, but they can go to John's link, and uh, that'll get them involved. Um, you know, we're going to definitely do a, a special, most of those folks who go to us after they leave this call, but if they go register at, at HouseJerk.com, um, they got a link on it as it says, uh, join now. I'll make sure. You know, John set this whole thing up. This is his side of it. But they go to HowStraight.com and get themselves signed. If they do it today, we'll probably get them a little bit of a discount off uh, on, the, on their sale, on the, on getting involved. But I tell you, this is probably one of the most powerful things that a person can do, not just for himself, but for his family. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, this is something I've passed on to my kids. Uh, my daughter, she owns two or three houses. This is something that my mom and I have been doing for years. Uh, it's something that once you learn and get in your system, your system alive. There's yeah. no uh, coming back from it. So, you know, they can just go to com, get themselves enrolled into the system, and uh, they can go to the question mark and, and let us know that they, um, they signed up from this show, and we will definitely give them a 25% discount on their enrollment. Well, thank you. My
1: um, listeners appreciate yeah. that. And, you know, you said Absolutely. something that I really, really like because I always like the kids and thinking ahead to the future generations. You know, this is something that we can pass down on to our kids because a lot of times uh, some of us parents all we leave our kids with is debt. So to be able to, you know, leave them financially ahead of the game, out the starting gate with something like this, I think, is a phenomenal thing. So, um, you know, uh, go to the thehousejerk.com link and and Jonathan, you're going to give us more information about how to get signed up and, and uh, all of that
0: stuff, right? Correct. <clears throat> um, in fact, if you go to uh, housejerk.org, O-R-G. O-R-G. Back, O-R-G backslash Alan Reed. If you put that information, if you go in there, you can still go on and sign up, but then you'll personally be uh, in contact with me personally. Okay. jerk.org or backslash
1: backslash Allen, A-L-L-E-N-R-E-I-D.
0: Correct. And in that way, you personally then will be in contact with me, and then I can help you walk through the process of, you know, hey, what do we do next?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, there is nothing like a personal coach in anything that you do. All the
3: successful people have had one. I don't think Michael Jordan would have been Michael Jordan without a coach. True. So, you know, the thing is, is that what you want to do is you definitely want to uh, get somebody that's experienced like Jonathan. To kind of navigate you through the pain, the bumps, and all the things that's going to come along, because he's not only one, but he's gotten beat up just like the rest of us. You
2: know?
3: So we know hey, what
0: not to do. That's the key. Hey,
2: Lotta.
0: Hey, I, I right, exactly. I learned something today too about Don when I, he introduced real estate to me. I didn't know that he was—he was a—he was, was just starting too. Oh, you
2: know? so he just—you didn't even know. <laughs> you
0: know? Just
1: blind leading the blind. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Hey, I might not have wrote that first check for
2: $20,000 in his name.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Today, could he talk you into selling your house with no place to go? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. You know what?
0: Okay. You know <laughs> because because, because I, I know the process now. He said now I know the process. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have to talk him into it this time. I think he'll
3: he'll do it on his own. Okay. Okay.
1: Right. Okay. Now, the two of you, um, you guys still basically spend, uh, do a lot of your investing in the Atlanta market, or are you guys branching out of state now at this point?
3: We're across the country. Um, now, we're all over the country investing. So, anybody that's got a house that they want to sell, need to sell, need to get rid of or proposals, any of that help give us a call. I don't know what your situation may be, but we're looking to purchase homes. We're also working with a lot of professional athletes. Uh, we're just excited. We've got a lot of folks that... Uh, getting into the business because it's just a great thing to do right now.
1: Okay. Now, you mentioned um, some cities that you guys have conducted seminars in, and um, w- you are open to some of the cities you haven't named everyone, So if somebody wants to bring you to their city, is there a way they go about making that happen?
0: Absolutely. Just go to
3: Contact Us, and uh, we will definitely get back to hold of you as soon as possible. Let us know you're calling from the show.
0: Okay. Go so to the now- website. Go to the website, hit Contact Us. And then if you want us from this city, uh, we'll show up. Okay. Now,
1: quick question, though. The seminars, are they one-day seminars or are they like a couple of days?
3: This is an ongoing experience. Okay. So even though we're sitting doing a workshop or a seminar, we meet all the time every day. Okay. So we're, 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 It's like a, once you get yourself plugged into the system, you know, in your back office, it's kind of like a Facebook. Okay. And the website is kind of across between a Facebook and a Craigslist. It's a social network for real estate investors. So what happens is you're constantly, every day, talking to new investors. And that's what you need to be successful in this business. Okay. So,
0: so, so, of when we come come to your city, though, we'll do a two-hour workshop for free and introduce you to our concept.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And also, um,
1: I think we missed that you guys also do, like, weekly webinars or seminars. So you guys stay connected with your people at all times. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, you know, I could call at three o'clock in the morning. I'm kind of stressed about this deal, and I'm gonna get Don or Jonathan to talk me through it, right?
3: Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. I <laughs>
1: okay,
0: was right. <laughs> like, I'm going to call at three. Oh,
1: wait, I'm stressed. Two, three, three, you're supposed to be there for me. I'm kind of worried. I got all my money on the table here. You're supposed to help me out.
3: Man, go to bed. Do it in the morning. There's a little question mark also on the site. You just click on that question mark and put the question in there.
0: right. And now, a lot of now, we do get some calls now, 11, 12, most yeah. you know, Really. Some people want us to really hold their hand, but, you know, and we used to, but we got so tied up with, like, just showing everybody, you know, hand, whole hand-holding. Mm-hmm. We was like, listen, we need to set up something where they can go, go the contracts off. They can talk to other investors on the site. Uh, you know, <clears throat> we, we're not the only ones that's actually been coaching or training on, you know, uh, individuals.
1: Okay, okay. Well, we are at the end of the hour here, and I have enjoyed myself, as always, hanging out uh, with my good friend there. Uh, everybody, please go visit org backslash Alan Reed, right? right? I said that right? Okay, and uh, check out the website, uh, sign up. I think they said, you know, for anybody who's uh, listening to the show today, they're going to give you a couple discounts there, and we always like discounts. Who doesn't like discounts? But uh, Jonathan and Don, I thank you so much for hanging out with me. I've had a good time.
0: I appreciate it, Laura. Thank you. Thank-
1: All right. That is all for this week's show. I'll be back next week at the same time. Until then, remember when it comes to your dreams, the words can't and won't should never slow you down. There is always space to change and to grow. Don't be boxed in. Live your very best life. I am your host, Lana Reed, and I'll see you all next week.